You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Kim Daily TV. My special guest for you today, his name is Tom Tobby. He is a franchisee of both Kitchen Tune-Up and Bath Tune-Up. Tom, welcome to Kim Daily TV. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I'm excited to be with you. I interviewed the amazing co-founder, president, CEO of Bath Tune-Up, Kitchen Tune-Up, Heidi Morrissey. And we had such an invigorating conversation and I'm so inspired by these models and the whole Tuniverse that I said, Heidi, please connect me to one of your, you know, franchise owners that you think would get in the studio with me and share a real world story of, you know, watching this company grow from, you know, Heidi's father, which was Kitchen Tune-Up into now Kitchen Tune-Up and Bath Tune-Up. And she blessed me by inter- introducing me to you because you started with kitchen and and we're doing bathrooms and and now understand that it's two separate businesses and so I thought it would be really fun for you to share you know a little of your experience with the viewers of Kim Daily TV. Yeah, Heidi is an amazing amazing woman. She is very inspirational. I at times swear that there is a clone of her that we just, you know, never realize is there because she gets so much done in a day and does things. I I I have no idea how she does all the things she does in a day, but uh, she's an amazing, amazing woman. She's a highly efficient and effective leader then. (laughs) So so, so tell, tell us a little bit about your story, like how long you've been involved, what you did before this, you know, tell us who you are. Okay. So, um, I am an engineer by trade, graduated from Purdue and, uh, with a mechanical engineering degree. Went to work for a Fortune 500 company and left at the age of 28 to be an entrepreneur, bought a company, was in the technology field, and left that in, that industry in 2006 and decided to go into the home improvement business. And at that time purchased a, um, well, I, you know, sold my, my other company that I had to a fortune or to a publicly held company and, and then eventually left that company and decided to go into home improvement and uh, looked around for different things to do, how to get into that space and was introduced to Kitchen Tune-Up as a franchise. And I actually didn't even know you could buy a franchise in the home improvement space. So um, ended up talking to the folks at Kitchen Tune-Up, went out to Aberdeen, South Dakota and met them. And I hope it wasn't in the middle of January. (laughs) It was in January. Yes, it was. It was cold. (laughs) But I'm from Michigan originally, so it didn't scare me too bad. Um, (laughs) That's one way to scare people out of going to Discovery. Yeah, that's right. You you have to be dedicated. South Dakota in the heart of the winter. (laughs) Exactly. I came home and told my wife that I wanted to do it. If, if she would do it with me because she uh, wasn't working at the time. And so we took the plunge together in 2006. I think it was February. went through our training together. And here yeah. we are at the time of this recording. It's 2022. So he's 
got some history under his belt. 16 years. Yep. I want to interrupt. So I love that. So you're, you were a mechanical engineer. So the whole idea was it like working with your hands, kind of getting back to out of the technology and doing something that you had a, a bigger passion for? You know, there, there is something about building things that is yeah. just very satisfying. In fact, you know, my next door neighbor is an attorney and, and he's probably not the happiest at his job, you know, at times. And he said to me, look at you. He says, when you're all done, you have something to show for it. And I said, you know, you're right. When we're all done, we look at a kitchen or a bath and, and people are all excited about what we did. And, and I can go through a neighborhood and point at houses and say, gee, we did their kitchen. We did their bath. We did that. And, and there is. And, and the guys that we hire, the, the trades folks that are on our staff, um, the good ones are guys that have dedicated themselves to that trade. Um, they enjoy building things. And when they're done, there's a, there's a big sense of satisfaction with that. So yeah, there, you know, that's part of it. And, you know, having an engineering mind, that's, you're kind of a gearhead and you, know, you like building things. It's, it's more fun than pushing paper around. I like it. Hey, so when that attorney neighbor of yours needs a life change, you're going to say, I know Kim Daly. <laughs> <laughs> you send him a link to this video. Okay, Tom. There you go. A shameless plug right here on Kim Daily TV. You heard it. I can stoop pretty low. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, what have you enjoyed most over this, you know, many many years that you've been a part of this great organization? Which, for those viewers who watched my interview with Heidi, you might recall that they call their whole family of franchisees the Tuniverse. So I'm going to use that word because I love that word. So, what have you enjoyed most about being a part of the Tuniverse? You know, there's there's two sides of it. Uh, number one is the franchise side of it. You know, when I had my other business, I was, you know, not part of a franchise. I was out there kind of on my own. You had to keep track of things going on in the industry. You had to maintain, you know, an education on the technology and things like that. When you're part of a franchise, they do a lot of that for you. They feed you information. They keep you up to date. I don't have to do my own marketing stuff or ad copy or things like that. So it's so much nicer to be able to concentrate on my business and have other people that do those things for you and resources. But more than that, it's like being a part of a large company, but not having to report to a boss, if you can think of that. So I, you're the boss. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, the nice thing is, and I've always liked this about being an entrepreneur, no one's going to walk in tomorrow and fire me. You know, if, if I lose my job, it's because I didn't perform and I'll know that's that's coming um, because, you know, I know I just, you know, the business is failing. The thing I like is being a part of this this big group. It's it's like being a part of the family. And I have seen Kitchen Tune Up do some things for people in the franchise that are amazing that I don't think big companies would do for their employees. Such and, as? Um, such as um, without naming names. We had a franchise owner whose house burned down in wildfires that occurred. And um, they, uh, you know, they showed a video. He happened to be caught on the news. And here you see one of your friends who, you know, you've known for a number of years now talking to the news about his house and all those possessions and everything just going up in smoke. And, you know, the franchise published that for everybody and said, hey, if you until their insurance kicks in, if you're willing to donate something to this franchise 
to help them through this tough time, the franchise owner at that time, which was Heidi's dad, would, you know, match any donations. So people did. And um, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure that the franchise owner did a lot more than just that. And then when we had our next reunion, that group, you know, that family got up and spoke to the whole group. And, you know, it was pretty heart-wrenching. And there wasn't a dry eye in the place, I can guarantee no, it. No, not, not at all. And, you know, it was it was pretty amazing. And, you know, just, just things like that. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. Being part of something that's bigger than you, right? It's this whole idea. You had mentioned it before when you were talking about all the support that you get. In a franchise, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. There's this family of franchisees. There's people that care. There's people that are there to not just support you in your business, but support you in your life. That's amazing. It's amazing, Tom. That's a great story. Yeah, it is. And I mean, you can call other people, other owners, get get help with things, pick their brain. We have different mastermind groups that you can be a part of and stuff. So yeah, you're not there alone. And quite frankly, I'm convinced in, in at least our franchise system, if you fail, it's because you didn't follow the system or you didn't ask for help. Because there's no way you can follow the system and if you start having trouble and you ask for help, there's no way you can't be successful. You, you just can't right. be. I mean, you, know, you have to be successful because everyone else has gone through the same things you've gone through and they can help you through it. So it's, so it's you successful. started out with Just Kitchen Tune-Up, which did some baths. And then over time, it was, L, uh, you know, Heidi mentioned that it was very um, evident that the bath business was a completely separate business that could be marketed as such. So you said you're building a showroom that will be for both. So are you still then sort of like co-branding both kitchens and baths? Yeah, it's um, for us. I, I leverage the fact that I do both. Um, you know, I can leverage my salespeople and have them sell both. I can leverage the showroom. I can leverage other fixed assets I have, you know, the, our warehouse and the whole bit. So that's an advantage to me. Um, my staff, as far as the production and the installation crews, are pretty much separate because they're separate skill sets. But we've been doing bathrooms since the beginning, but it was a pretty minor part of our business. Um, and once we split off and created Bath Tune-Up as a separate business, um, our business, I want to say the first year's Bath Tune-Up more than doubled. Um, and it's, it's funny how having bath in your name all of a sudden makes your business go up. I mean, because we would have people say, oh, I'm sorry. You know, they did their bathroom with someone else and did their kitchen with us and said, oh, I didn't even know you did bathrooms. Um, and that doesn't happen anymore. Right, exactly. And I, I imagine, too, that like so a bathroom remodel is a little bit less invasive than a kitchen remodel. So it allows you also to maybe earn the trust in the smaller project that then when they're ready for the big kitchen remodel, they already have this relationship with you. Does it work that way as well? It's, it's funny. Sometimes it goes bath to kitchen. Sometimes it goes kitchen to bath. And sometimes we get called in to do both. And when we get called in to do both, we usually tell the customer to pick, pick one first. You know, let us prove ourselves on one, which one would you rather do first? And then, and then we'll do the second one. We, you know, we don't want to appear greedy. And um, 
and you know we want to get to know the customer too because it is somewhat of a two two way street. I mean, there are customers we've had that after doing a project we don't want to do business with them anymore. I mean, there are those people out there. <laughs> it gives everybody an out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're few and far between, but but they are out there, and and we want to still have that option to say no to another project if we want to. But it's an emotional tie when someone's in your house and remodeling something, and you have expectations. Yeah, like I can see how that could get tough sometimes. Okay, so you have two separate teams of contractors. You have but one showroom. You have one sales one uh, sales force. So how do you when you think about like scaling your business um how do you how do you vision that scale do you do you focus on like the kitchen and like do you combine the revenue as an owner and think about like okay how do we take this to the next level or do you break it out in your mind i i consider i think of the businesses combined i and i look at them from a revenue and a profitability standpoint combined that's just the way i think about it and like when it comes to scheduling, my schedulers schedule both. Um, they don't they don't split. Although one one scheduler might do more of the baths than the kitchens. Um, we make sure that you know both. I have two schedulers. Both of them can do either, so that if one's on vacation, the other one can can handle the work. Um, and I want people to be able to be what I call ambidextrous, right? So I want them to be able to be used on both sides of the fence if need be. Now. I don't take my tile crews and have them setting cabinets, but but they will go over to the kitchen side and put and do the tile backsplashes. Um, I might have my cabinet guys go over and set vanities for the for the bathroom guys, um, that type of thing. So, um, but I consider it one business, and so from a scaling standpoint, you know, I want to leverage fixed overhead costs over both businesses because I hate fixed overhead costs. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're an entrepreneur, you know, if someone isn't out there generating revenue with their activities, um, boy, you got to keep, you got to keep those people to a minimum because it just eats up your profit. So Tom, it, you know, this moment that we're in, in 2022, there's a lot of focus from franchisors around, um, finding good employees, finding good help. You've been in business for a long time. I mean, you were even before the recession of, you know, 2008, 2009. So how, how difficult or easy is it for you at this point in your business to find the help that you need to continue to grow your business? You know, it's, it's always a challenge, especially now. And for the life of me, I can't figure out where people went. Um, you and like a million other um, other of us, yes. Yeah, I just you know it's like they say unemployment's at three point nine percent or something like that, and I'm like, so where is everybody? Are they just sitting home watching television, drinking? I don't know, YooHoo or something. I I don't know. It's, so, but we make a habit of number one, we're always advertising for employees. I want to see resumes all the time because if somebody decides they're unhappy with where they're at and they want to look elsewhere, I want to make sure I see who they are. And if they're a good quality resource, good quality employee, I'll find a way to bring them on so that I, I have them now, even if I'm not ready for them. Um, and I utilize my employees to find employees so or subcontractors. So I want everybody to be on the lookout. Gee, is there somebody out there you would like to have working with you that you know? Um, and they don't necessarily have to have 100% of the skill set that we need. 
Um, I'd rather hire attitude than, than skill set. Um, if somebody has a really good work ethic, a positive attitude, really, you know, shows up for work on time and, and is eager beaver type type of person and has the aptitude for for carpentry or whatever spot we're looking for them, we can teach them those types of things. And we'll know if they're going to fit within 30 days. Um, and attitude is just really important to me. And um, if they fit well in the group, then that, that works. I mean, they can be the best carpenter in the world. And if they have a crappy attitude, you know, they're just going to create a bad atmosphere here and we just can't have them. So, um, and we've been pretty successful. I've got a great bunch of guys and gals right now, and, and we've been very fortunate. And I think that's just from tenacity of constantly looking. Yeah. And, and just your whole attitude around it. I love it that you're, you're constantly looking for good people and you'll fit them in when you find them. I mean, it's better to be in an abundant place looking for something than in a scarcity place looking for, right? <laughs> because when you really need it, you can never find it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I use the analogy of a, of an athletic team, you know, think of a baseball team and, and you find, Ooh, there's a really good pitcher out there who's available bring him in and put him in the bullpen. What the heck? I mean, so he's not pitching this game, bring him in here as long as you can afford it. I mean, you, you can't do too much of that, but um, you know, bring him in and, and let him be part of the team and get part of the family, so to speak. And um, you know, give him more responsibility as time goes on because you know, employees come and go, things happen, life changes, they move, whatever. Um, and you're going to need, you're going to need some good people to replace people who are here or as you grow. I mean, we're at a 50% growth rate right now this year. So that requires resources and people and, and subcontractors and things like that. So. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. You're in business for like 14 how many years 16 Six, years 16 yeah and you're at a 50 percent growth rate that's unbelievable like for for people to hear that yeah it's it's actually from my perspective disappointing because i fought you know i hit the gas pedal a couple of years ago and i should have hit the gas pedal 16 years ago you know, or right after the the first recession, I just, you know, I was content to be at a certain level and doing certain things. And then I hit a point, I'm like, what am I doing? I, I don't need to be here. I really need to be here. And, and I reset, I just re, you know, I changed my paradigm of where it needed to be. Um, and it all came from hearing a statement made by a consultant in the industry who, you know, cause at some point I got to retire, right? And this is my retirement account, right? My business. And um, this consultant made the comment, the only one who wants to buy a $2 million business is your rich uncle. Your rich drunk uncle is what he said. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning you need to build a bigger business to make it something attractive to a real significant, you know, for a buyout at the end. Yeah, you know, a significant buyer, a, a company, you know, companies that buy companies, um, a business that's run by your lieutenants as opposed to you're the sole, you know, operator right. of that business, things like right. that. And it, it, you know, it opened my eyes and it changed my paradigm. 
And I thought, yeah, and you know, I felt a little foolish after that. I should have been thinking. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I love about the story? So Tom, I have a very similar story. I mean, I've I've been a franchise consultant for 20 years, but those first eight years, you know, I was an average performing consultant, very inconsistent, like just sort of like looking back, just sort of looking, you know, fumbling around really in the dark. And when I got clear on what I wanted to do in my business, that's when I became a history-making consultant. And the last 10 years have been way more fun than the first eight years, you know, or I guess it's 12 years now, has been way more fun than the first eight. But it was all internal. And I love that you just validated that. People that are come to the idea of owning a franchise, they're often looking at external things for their success, right? They're looking at what am I going to get from the franchisor? Or, hey, my market is not like that market over there. I don't know if I can be successful. They're, they're sort of like projecting outside of themselves. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like success in your business is an inside job. You, when you get clear on why you're doing this, he got clear. He saw like, okay, if I would really want to have an exit strategy for myself to retire nicely, I need to step it up. Yeah. And that's what changed. That's what made your business get to a 50% growth. Like it wasn't that the world changed. It was that Tom changed. Those exactly. are, those are consistent themes that the daily coach has said over and over and over on this very YouTube channel on Kim Daily TV. I really love that. Well, it's, you know, I liken it to this. Think of a, think of a person who opens a hardware store, right? One guy has a vision of a little neighborhood hardware store, you know, down the block you go in and he's there running the, run the cash register and you come in by nuts and bolts. And the other guy has a vision of Home Depot. Okay. The only difference is their vision. That's the only difference. And the first guy could have had the same vision. He just didn't. And he just didn't. <laughs> and that's okay, though, too. It's totally okay. Like, that's the best thing about business ownership, right? It's whatever you want to create. It's your business. As Tom said in the beginning, he couldn't get fired, right? No one was going to fire him. <laughs> he, it was his business. <laughs> so yeah. that's okay. If you like, it was okay that where I was for the first eight years, there's no shame in that. But it wasn't, wasn't all that I was capable of. It wasn't who I really wanted to be. But it wasn't until I got clear that I was worth more and wanted more that I started asking for more from myself. And that's when everything changed. And that's what Tom is just validating to you. It's beautiful validation. How many more years do you think that you'll try to put in before you get to a point where you might want to sell it and retire? That's a great question. Um... You know, I've got a couple of different paths and I have options. So that's that's nice. And one option is, you know, you grow it, you sell it. And that's probably a five-year window for me. Um, the, other, the other option is you grow it, you get it to a size, your lieutenants run it. And I work part-time and kind of semi-retire and still collect a paycheck and let it run. And there's a lot of positives to that because I don't really ever see myself retiring. Right. Um, you know, what am I going to do? Sit home and garden? No. Drink the yu Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so, so, you know, Some and, people and, can do that. You know, and, and so since I was a little kid, 
my hobbies have always been hobbies that earned money, strangely enough. I mean, as a little kid, I used to make potholders and sell them around the neighborhood for a quarter. It, I mean, that's just the way I'm put together. So if I retire, I'm going to have a hobby, and that hobby is going to be doing something that probably is something I make and sell or whatever. And so why would I do that? Why not just stay in my business um, and help my employees be successful and, and just collect a salary until, I, I, you know, I don't know. And I do have some some kids, and, you know, I have one son in particular that might want to come into the business. He's got a great aptitude for this line of work. So who knows? So I have options. The greatest thing, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, the greatest thing is the freedom to have the options to choose, to even, like, have one plan, but then get there and say, you know what? That plan's not what I actually want. I sort of want this plan. And when you're the business owner, you get to control it. You get to control you get to call the shots because it's your dream, it's your vision, it's your business. Tom, I love every single thing that you have shared with my viewers today. Thank you so much for being my special guest and sharing your story. You're welcome. For those of you who are inspired to begin your journey to find your own Tuniverse, <laughs> you know that I want to be your daily coach. Please follow the email on the screen below or reach directly out to inquire at kimdaily.tv. And until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.